Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome back, uh, Billiken fans, to From the Stands, our uh, our uh, podcast where we talk all Billiken athletics. We have uh, our uh, head women's soccer coach who doesn't need a big intro, Katie Shields, with us today. Welcome, Katie. How are we doing? Doing great. Excited to be here. Good. Well, it's good to have you. A couple of bio pieces for people not 100% familiar. So uh, Katie's entering her ninth year, um, 101-45 and 13 overall record, but most impressively 35-0-1 in the A-10 matches over the last three years. Came off, uh, coming off of a great year, Katie. Obviously, we had an awesome spring. Um, As you look at the program, where do you where do you see it today? Uh, it's come a long way in nine years from the beat test levels to what we're doing on the field competitively. But uh, as you reflect going into our opener tomorrow, uh, where do you see, uh, as you call it, the climb? Where are we? I think overall we're in a really great place. Um, we've kind of like you said, we've come a long way, uh, and both competitively on field, but also culturally, the standards, the expectation. Um, it's just a, it's a different, uh, it, group uh in terms of uh, on a daily basis they come they train at a high level they prepare at a high level um and and every team's unique every climb season to season is going to be unique Uh, but i think the work that those that have come before i mean we're going into our 25th anniversary um have really laid the laid the groundwork for this to be um, a really special kind of era of of SLU women's soccer for sure you uh you, you took my next question um you know the 25th season of women's soccer and there's been so many really special people who have gone through the program and so as the head coach how how do you build off of that unbelievable foundation of a bunch of great women who have really done a lot of work to get us here how do you build off of that and how do you reflect with that with the team First, they got to know the story, the, the current women. Um, we talk a lot about legacy in our program. We read, read the book, um, but it's all words on paper until you understand the stories and the, the work and the, the love of those that came before them. So I think, you know, having Dr. Janet Oberly in the, in the program and around it, it is a daily reminder of the extraordinary women that have come before uh, this current team. And as she reminds us, uh, if you don't care about those that came before you, nobody will care about what you're doing. And I, and I think our women are really, um, 
they have great perspective on on the work that's been done before them. And I think we continue to tell their story, but also remind them that all all those that came before them have just positioned them to have ultimate success and to to build off their uh, their legacies. As I, I saw a tweet that went out yesterday, a picture of the first game. Yeah. And, and I did hit Dr. Oberly to say, did you play in that game? And she said she did. But uh, it was kind of a reminder of how far women's soccer has come. Yeah, not just here, but, it, you know, nationally, of course. And obviously they were playing that game at Soccer Park. And tomorrow night we get to roll out at beautiful Herman Stadium in front of what I think will be a right. awesome crowd. So the game has grown. Obviously the, the national team has had a tremendous influence on that, the pro league. But just here locally, um, the the youth infrastructure and then to have a, to be the team in, in the city of St. Louis um, is uh, is it's a pretty unique setting I think that we get to have and, and the growth and trajectory is, is exciting. So as you look at this team, um, share, share your thoughts on both the returners and uh, a talented group of uh, new young women that are uh, donning the Billiken uniforms. Yeah, the, the returners are, are fantastic. Um, they're talented, they're motivated. Um, I think we're, um, as any team who played in the spring um, and and played hard in the spring, I think there's going to be, it's going to be a, at times challenging fall because of, of fatigue um, and just injury. And so while we keep reminding this team, they're, Yes, we do return uh, uh, many, many players. It's not the same team that was preparing to win the A10 championship and play in the NCAA tournament. We got to build, build back, build our habits and our our um, identity again for this fall 21. So we have a tremendous core. We are battling some uh, challenges of adversity and injury um, that I think will give opportunity then to some of these newcomers. Uh, we've got six uh, six freshmen, two transfers, and they all, within their time in a Billiken uniform, I think will really add uh add something special there's uh there's some dynamic and different pieces that we've never had um in terms of athleticism pace but also uh, some sophistication in different places so i think it's exciting group um like i said the youth will get opportunity because of some maybe some veteran um just uh, injuries or inability to play but i think when it all comes together we want to be playing our best soccer in late october november and, and that's our focus right now so, Katie, for the first time in nine years, um, the the day of the beat test, I got a different answer from you than the other eight times. And it was clearly, uh, from my perspective, a positive. How do you take um, the elevated conditioning and preparedness that your team went through this summer, how, how do you take that to the next step now as we start playing games that count? One, it allows us uh, for certain individuals, we don't have to maybe manage some minutes that we used to have to do early in season. Um, we do, though, need to be careful with load because they're obviously are in a very good position um, physically and we're not trying to build more fitness at this point in the season. We actually get to maybe teach some more and, um, you know, focus on some of the details that we weren't able to get to till later in the season. So I, I cannot be more 
happy and proud of the work they did to put themselves in a position to be um, to be physically fit, to be able to play lots of minutes at a high level. And it, I think it also just demonstrates commitment um, to the program and to each other as teammates. And that's um, that's something that like it's never been at this level before and across the board. Um, that's the you know while the ceiling hasn't grown all that much, the bottom has really come up. And I think that's um, that's an exciting place to be. It makes training at a much more competitive and high level on a daily basis. So your uh, vision is for us to be playing our best soccer in October. Um, as I look at the non-conference schedule, it appears to be significantly different than some of them that we've had in the past. So how are how does that prepare us to be playing our best soccer in the fall. Now, fans love it because what fans don't want you to go out there and play the very best, right? But it might cause for the head coach to not sleep as well at night. But um, how does that prepare us to be playing our best soccer in October? Yeah, I think uh, definitely the head coach is losing some sleep. Um, But but, uh, the opportunity to have this level of a non-conference schedule, um, it gives us a chance to um, play teams that we will see similar teams that we could see in the NCAA tournament, but play multiple of them. And, uh, you know, as I said, we'll, we'll get to test some of our newer players at that high level and you'll know if they can do it come November um, and, and learn lessons um, as we win, as we get results, but learn lessons early that then we can um, make sure that we've, we've improved upon, you know, if, in some years we've we've played teams where you, you know it's great you learn you're learning how to win um and i think we have a group right now that does overall um they might need to be reminded but they do know how to win and so now it's let's challenge us let's grow um let's build a different piece of our um our program and so it, it's exciting it will be challenging uh no doubt but but i do think our goal as we've shifted some of our just expectations and objective is we absolutely want to be dominant within the league and be be the champions and be in that ncaa tournament but these games are very important to take that next leap which is to win within the ncaa tournament so the next what are your expectations for this team be the best version of themselves tomorrow night. Um, yeah. Okay. Now I'm getting coach talk. That's like a question for you know 24 hours before the first game. That's unbelievable. You know, I, I give me a coach talk answer. Last last spring's group, they exceeded some maybe some early expectations. You know, I think um, this group has a lot of expectation. They deserve it. They should own it. But um, they've got a lot of work to be done to fulfill that in the next uh, weeks, months, um, because everything they're getting from an accolade standpoint or recognition standpoint is last year's team. And this isn't last year's team. It's this fall. So uh, on a scale of one to 10, um, the head coach's uh, excitement to get to roll it out with this team. Clearly we have a different team. Clearly we have a different program from those first couple years and what those young women did to help build the foundation to get it going. Right. And there was so much off field stuff that, you know, we spoke about Libby last night, right? You had so many great young leaders that really helped build this. 
but on a scale of one to 10, how fired up are you to watch this group get out and get after it in the competitive space that accounts? I think we're all staff wise at a 10. Uh, you know, we know it's, it's not easy and this, this fall, this preseason's maybe challenge us more than most in some different ways, but we're, it's always a 10 when you get to game day from excitement. Um, so for us, it's a little bit of Christmas morning, I think. Well, congratulations on a great uh, preparation. We'll be there tomorrow night as we kick this thing off, and uh, we'll be back with you as we go through the fall. So congratulations on a great preseason, Katie. Good job. And uh, roll Bills. We'll be fired up to be there tomorrow. Awesome. Go Bills. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens! Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time patience and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches teachers and mentors that's why edward jones is a proud sponsor of st louis university billiken basketball contact your local edward jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com edward jones making sense of investing member sipc